Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for stopping by to listen to this podcast show, Mental Wellness for You. My name is Dr. Nicole Arcady, and I'm your mental wellness expert. I come to you with over 22 years in the field of social and behavioral sciences. This podcast was geared because I wanted to make sure to talk to my moms who are constantly working, doing various roles and tasks, and oftentimes forget to take care of our own mental health, to forget to put ourselves first and do those things that are necessary to ensure that we are able to handle the stressors of life. So in this podcast, you're gonna hear different interviews that I speak to various women and seeing what they have found to be helpful to help with their mental wellness. You're also gonna hear different topics and subject matters that are gonna be geared towards you all having mental wellness. So sit back, buckle up, and be ready for the experience of ensuring your mental wellness. Welcome, welcome everyone to Mental Wellness for You with your host, Dr. Nicole L.R. Katie, your mental wellness expert. And it is that time again, back to school, back to school blues is what I used to say. And, but you know, for some, it may be back to school, yay, versus blues. Now, the reason why I say blues is because I can recall how stressful it was going back to school shopping with three kids. Oh my goodness. I try to put it out of my memory. Now, you all know two of my kids are adults now and my youngest is actually a senior in high school, but I can still recall how it was when they were younger, having three kids that I had to go school shopping for. I loved it when my older two, when they were in, we were in a different community, they actually went to a school that wore uniforms. I loved it. It made it so much easier when all I had to worry about was buying so many shirts and so many bottoms, pants and shorts. It was so much easier that way. The kids may not have liked it, but I absolutely loved it. It made my life Woo, so blissful, so easy. But then when we relocated and moved to our current community, my oldest was a senior, no, sorry, my oldest was a ninth grader in high school. And then I had an eighth grader and I had a fourth grader. And so part of what, you know, you have to do, my oldest has special needs. And so she had an IEP, an individualized education plan. For those of you who are not aware, um, in the educational system, when you have special needs, learning disabilities, you actually, your children um, are allowed or not even allowed. It's a, a, um, right that they have in the state of California to make sure that they can have free education to their needs. And so I had to go to the school and make sure they had a copy of her IEP to make sure they were giving her the services that she needed. Or if they were not able to accommodate that, I would have had to have placed her in a different school. And then I had that middle schooler and I had an elementary kid. And so three kids going school shopping. Oh my goodness. It was so costly. I had to mentally prepare myself to go school shopping for them. I would actually start school shopping earlier. So that way it wouldn't hurt so bad when I actually had to go school shopping because that was clothes and shoes and supplies. And when you have boys, they're really into the name brand, right? My, my boys didn't really care so much when they were in elementary and middle school, but when they got to high school, 
they were not trying to wear non-name brand shoes. And so it really is different, especially when you have boys who wear large shoes. I can definitely say that's different. But I will say this year has actually been better for me because my son is a senior and he's driving. Yay! I mean, I'm excited, but at the same time, it's bittersweet. I'm excited because I don't have to rush home or rearrange my work schedule so that I can pick him up from school, take him to school. And then when he runs track, pick him up from track practice, you know, that whole thing. Now he can drive himself, but it's bittersweet because I actually liked having our conversations when I would drive him on the way to school. And then when I would pick him up, we had great conversations. So I'm actually going to miss that. But guess what he's been doing? He still comes in my room and hangs out with his mom and he likes to tell me about his day and ask him how things were going, what's going on. And so that I can say, you know, we still get to communicate, which I'm so very thankful because I know when you have high schoolers, oftentimes they don't like to talk to you, right? They think they're so cool and mom doesn't know anything. And so they really don't want to have as much to do as they did when they were, they were little and they were kids. But I can say with that younger son of mine, it's really good. He, I mean, he's always talking to me. He's always keeping me abreast of what's going on. And he's the one that always sends me TikToks. Actually, we, we send each other TikTok back and forth. It's one of our little things, the little jokes between one another. He loves to send me, I always say he's being passive aggressive, but he loves to send me little TikToks on when your mom does this or when your mom says that, right? And I always tell him, what are you trying to say? He's like, nothing, I'm just sending them to you. So then I send him little TikToks with, when your kids do this, when your kids don't do that, right? <laughs> so we have this little thing that we love to do with sending each other TikToks. And we send each other TikToks when there's like fun things going on or whatnot. So it is bittersweet, but I can say it was different this year. It was definitely different because one of the things, I, you know, we went school shopping, but he actually got to go by himself. Usually I go with him, but he actually went school shopping with one of his friends. And all I had to do was transfer him money into his account. And he actually went and bought his clothes. And then when he had to go get shoes, I went online and bought shoes. And then other shoes, he I just transferred them to money. So this was really easy. I'm like, this is the easiest I've ever had it. So this is what it's going to be like when he goes away to college. I'm like, oh my goodness. But I can recall how it was, oh my goodness, getting prepared, those back to school blues. Because when the summer came, I felt like I was on break. I mean, it was a break for me during the summer. Because I got to tell you, when my kids were in school, doing homework, checking homework, checking their their grades on, uh, at the one school it was Aries on here, I forgot what it's called, Q Parent or whatever, Connect. See, I, my brain forgot what the doggone site is. But staying on top of my boys to make sure they were getting the grades that they needed, that was stressful to me. I'm like, oh, there would be times where I would just have to sit there and mentally prepare myself, take a breath, say a prayer, say, okay, I don't know what I'm about to see on this site, Lord. I don't know what kind of grace he's about to have right now, but I'm gonna need you to touch my mind, Jesus. Help me before I click on this thing. Oh, I don't know about you all, but those of you who have boys, I can definitely say it has been a challenge with staying on top of them with their grades because the minute that I release and let go, I would see the grade plummet. Then I have to get back on them and make sure they were doing their work, turning it in. And the thing with my boys 
it wasn't that they didn't do the work. They didn't turn it in. I didn't understand that. I'm like, if you took the time to do the work, why in the world would you not turn in your homework? I didn't understand that. I recall when my middle son, he was in, I want to say fourth grade. And we had, a uh, it was a teacher parent conference. And the teacher told me that that was absolutely normal. He said that boys oftentimes would do the work and would have it in their backpacks. When he would come around the classroom and have them pull out their stuff, they would pull out their folders and would have the actual assignments that completed but never turned in. And he said, boys were really absent-minded. It was usually in fourth grade and seventh grade, but that they would grow out of it after that. I don't know what happened because mine didn't seem to grow out of it after that. But I can recall just going, you did the work. Why not turn it in? So that was another thing I would have to check, not only to see if they did the work, but check to make sure they turned the work in. But then another caveat, make sure that they put their name on the paper. I couldn't believe it. Like, how do you not put your name on the top of your assignment? Like one of the first things they teach you and that I was taught in school was put your name, write your name on the top of your paper, right-hand corner or the left-hand corner. Pick a corner, either way. You just had to make sure that you put your name on on your paper. So that was another thing I had to do with my oldest son. He would turn in paper, but then he would forget to put his name on it. So he would have to go through the, believe it or not, there was a pile in his classrooms when he was in middle school. There was a pile in the classroom that said um, work with no names because apparently that was the thing. Kids would forget to write their names on it. Am I talking to myself? Does anyone else struggle with these same things with homework? I felt like I was doing third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth all over again. I I just, I I didn't recall that when I was a kid, my parents didn't help me with my homework. I did it on my own. I had to figure it out. And guess what? We did not have the internet. We didn't have Google. We didn't have, what is it, uh, Edge. We didn't have any Alexa. We didn't have any of these things. We didn't have Siri, right? None of these handheld devices that was so easy and readily available to get information. We had, what do we have, ladies? We had the library. If you wanted to learn information, you rode your bike or you had your parents to take you to the library so you could check out a book. That's what we did. We checked out a book and that's how we got our information. But no, kids are a little different now. They have all this information at the feet, at their very own fingertips, yet and still. They can be absent-minded, right, forgetful, or just plain lazy. I I don't understand it. You know, it's it's a difference with the generations that we have now. But when we're talking about back-to-school blues, it's getting yourself mentally prepared, Bobs, for the task at hand. That means getting yourself mentally prepared for one having to get your kids back on a routine and a schedule. I know that was always a challenge for me because in the summer times, we would let our kids, you know, have a little bit more freedom. So we didn't have them go to bed at their bedtime. We didn't make them wake up super early. It was like, it was like a vacation for me too. I'm not going to even lie. It was a vacation for me not to have to do homework, not to have to check it, not to have to worry about waking them up and getting them to school on time. I was just happy for the summer and the summer break. Even when I worked, a full-time job. I was just happy that I didn't have to worry about all of those items. And so 
getting on a routine was always challenging. And one of the things I found to be helpful was to start at least two weeks before school was ready to begin, because that was more helpful. When we didn't do that, one of the challenges that we found was our kids were having a hard time going to sleep because they just weren't sleepy. They felt it was too early, right? Because they were used to going to bed later. And then they were having a hard time getting up in the morning. Now, that first day of school, they would pop up bright eyed, bushy tail, ready to go with their new clothes on because they missed their friends. They wanted to go hang out and see how things were going to go. But day three, four, and five, oh no, they were like dead logs trying to get them up. And so, what my husband and I started to do was we said, you know, we got to do something different. And so we found it helpful to start at least two weeks before school started. So that would decrease the amount of stress that we had. And that helped our kids out as well, because it's hard for them also to readjust and acclimate themselves to getting back into the routine of going to bed at a certain time and waking up at a certain time. And so we gave ourselves two weeks. So it was like trial and error. It got them, you know, used to and getting back on a schedule. Now that first week was rough, but by that second week, they were a lot better. And so by the time school resumed, they were ready. They were able to go to sleep at the time that we had for them. And they were able to wake up on time to be able to go to school. That's just something that we found to be helpful. So one of the things I, you know, want to talk about when I'm, I'm talking to everyone is making sure that you are one mentally preparing yourself. You're like, well, how do I do that? Dr. Nicole one is you got to talk to yourself. You literally got to say, okay, we are going to get ready for school. We, I know it's going to be a little stressful, but I'm going to make it as stressless as possible. And what do I need to do? That is take time for yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. You don't have to be perfect moms. You just don't. Right. So set out a time one. If you have to still go school shopping, don't try to do everything all at once. That's just too overwhelming. Set out a day that you go, maybe you just go school shopping just for, you know, clothes. Maybe you take a day you go school shopping for shoes. Maybe you take a day you just go school shopping for supplies and things you need to get. Or maybe you reverse it. Do, you know, the school supplies first because that could be easier, right? Or maybe you just say, okay, I'm going to go get at least a week worth of shirts, you know, today. And then I'm going to get a week worth of pants, you know, in two days, however you want to do it. Don't try to overwhelm yourself by doing everything all at once. And I want to let you in on a little secret. You know, a place that I just love shopping when my kids became high schoolers, Burlington. For the boys, Burlington is a, not amazing, amazing, right? I had to break that up. It's amazing. They had everything that we needed there as far as clothing and at a great price at a fraction of the cost. No, I'm not paid to advertise Burlington, but I just know it really saved me a lot of money because it was really reasonable, good quality of clothing. And my boys loved it. Now, I love Ross as well. Everyone who knows me knows I love Ross. Whenever I go and I travel and I'm speaking at different events, I always stop at a Ross because every Ross is not created equal. And I want to know what they have in every city, in every state that I go into. But Ross is good for clothes for women and for my daughter. So I was able to find a lot of things, but they oftentimes have a more limited supply for boys and for men. And I found that Burlington had a larger stock um, for the boys and for men. And so that's just one of the places. Just want to throw that out there that I just found that to be a very helpful place to buy clothing for my kids. So how do you, you know, decrease that back to school blues? One we already talked about 
is being kind to yourself, being patient, setting up a schedule, right? So that you don't try to overwhelm yourself with doing everything at once. Now, some of you may not have back to school blues. You may have, what do we want to call it? What's the opposite of blues? Not Jews, but you may have back to school excitement, right? Because you're like, you know what, Dr. Nicole? I get to pack the kids off. They go to school for a full, what, six hours or so. I get time to myself. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry about them being at home all day, eating up my food, drinking all my drinks, and messing up my house. So that may be for you excitement, back to school excitement. And there is nothing wrong with that. Trust me, I understand. Because when I wasn't working full time, right? And I was off during the summer or just off or I had a part-time job. I loved it when my kids went to school. That would be the day. I actually, Mondays were my day that I would have for myself. And I would do not just, you know, oftentimes I would do um, house chores and all that stuff. Cause when I used to have a day off on Mondays was always the day I had off when I worked full-time, but when I worked part-time, I had part-time hours, I made Monday my me day. Monday was my self-care day. Monday was a day that not only I went to the gym or I would get usually get a massage. So I would schedule my massages on Mondays. I would actually go and watch a movie by myself on Mondays. I would go and buy myself something or go take myself out to have lunch, right? And tea or whatever on a Monday. That was my me, my self-care day. And why I did Monday instead of Fridays, because most people are not out there doing a lot of things on Mondays. Fridays, a lot of times, oftentimes people have the day off. And so it may be busier, but you know, Mondays, I always felt was a great way to start the week was to be more relaxing it on me and addressing my own needs. And that's why I called it. I used to do mental wellness Mondays was because I wanted to start the week off in a positive note because I've always hated Mondays. I always hated Mondays whenever I worked full time. And so when I had the opportunity, I would always take Mondays off. I was able to have what we call it a 480. So I worked four days a week, 10 hour days so that I could have Mondays off. Or if I did a 980, right? Where I worked nine hours um, and I would have every other Monday off. So that was an eight hour day on the day that I, that I did work. I always took Mondays off because I just never liked Mondays. I don't know about you all. How do you guys do it? I want to hear. Let me know. Send in your, your responses. You can do this on Spotify is a great way to do it. You can email me, drnicolearcady.com. Uh, sorry, it's Nicole at drnicolearcady.com. I really want to know how, what are you guys doing for yourselves? Are you doing anything for yourselves? throughout the week so that you're able to just manage your week better. I, I really hope you're going to say yes. I just want to know what you're doing, right? Because I want to know what's going on and how you're able to address all of your needs. And so I wanted to come on here and just talk about back to school because that's what time it is. These kids are now, I don't know what happened. We used to go to school after Labor Day. In LA County, I see they still are, but I'm in San Bernardino County. And so that's the Inland Empire they're back in school in August. I, I don't understand this. I mean, it's still extremely hot. I, I just, before you know it, the kids will be back. They will be in school in July. Then it's going to be June. Are they going to even have a summer in like three, four or five years from now? Who knows? But 
What we do know is you do not have to be overwhelmed, stressed out, and depressed because of back to school. And what I would say is look around too. Oftentimes there's a lot of different organizations that are giving free backpack giveaways, right? School supply giveaways. Look in your local directory so you can see if there's anything to make sure you don't miss it so that you can get some of those free items and resources that are available to you because being a parent is hard work. And so what I want you to do, mom, is I want you to pause whatever you're doing right now. Stop. Take one of your hands and pat yourself on the shoulder and say, good job, mom. Good job, mom. Because we need to make sure we are recommending, not recommending, identifying, right, and acknowledging the hard work that we're doing. Because sometimes you may not get a thank you. Sometimes you may not get someone to say good job. You have to be able to commend yourself. You have to be able to motivate yourself and you have to be able to identify and give yourself a compliment when you're doing something well. And even if you're doing something not well, right? Doing something you feel you could be doing better, have grace, be compassionate, right? With yourself while you're going through something because there's only one you, they're only going to have you as their mom and you're doing the best that you can do. Now, I hope you guys have gained something from hearing, you know, this quick little snippet on back to school, right? And, and how to maintain your sanity and your wellness. My voice may sound a little bit off because a little hoarse, I should say, because I had a speaking event this past weekend and it was out at a park and I was projecting my voice. I didn't have, I didn't have a microphone, but I was projecting and, you know, it was a little windy. And so my vocal cords are still trying to get back on part. When I was singing at church on Sunday, ooh, it did not sound the best. So yes, I've been drinking my tea. I've been soothing my throat. However, it still sounds a little hoarse to me. So it could just be me, but it just sounds a little different but I'm still going to have grace with myself, right? Because the same thing I talked to you all about and I have you, you know, focus on self-care, focusing on self-compassion. I myself do the very same thing. And oh, I want to make sure I'm not remiss and mentioning this to you. For those of you who are interested in moms, this is specifically and particularly for you. I am hosting my fourth annual You Matter To Moms Empowerment Summit on Saturday, September the 16th, 2023. That is next month. And we're going to be having it at Cal State San Bernardino this time. So go ahead and grab your tickets if you have not done so already. Grab a ticket, grab one for your best friend, grab one for your cousin, grab one for your mom, whoever you want. All the requirement is, is that they're a mom. They don't have to have birth their own child. They could be an aunt, right? That's caring for someone. As long as they are in the caregiver role, bring them on over. We're going to have an amazing time. We're going to have a panel discussion with some professional women. We're going to be talking about wellness. We're going to have some books, free books, free food. We're going to have, what is yoga, yoga mats, activities, great discussions. You don't want to miss out. There are limited seatings because I want to keep it intimate so that the moms can really engage in conversations because the other events that I've had, some of the feedback that I've gotten is that they really enjoyed the opportunity to sit down and have discussions with other moms, other women who understood them and they knew and it helped them know that they weren't alone. And so I want to make sure to keep with that spirit so I, I don't want to have like hundreds of people because then that takes away from the day and the event. And I kept the tickets at a low cost because I wanted to make sure more people would be able to afford it. It's only $50. That's all. 
And that's just to cover the overhead fees. I don't even gain anything. I do this because I love to give back. And I know I'm, I'm passionate about my mom's and mental wellness and self-care and self-compassion and making sure that we are taking time for ourselves so that we don't have mental distress, emotional distress, so that we're not unable to take care of our daily needs. And that's why I do this. So I hope that I see you there. You can get the tickets. You can either visit Eventbrite Type in You Matter Too, right? For, and it'll pop up. You can type in my name, Dr. Nicole Arcady. You can go to my website, um, drnicolearcady.com, where you can get your tickets that way as well. So I hope that you have been able to hear something that has assisted you in just finding a strategy that's going to assist you in making sure you are able to navigate through back to school blues so it can be back to school excitement instead. Well, that's it, everyone. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful, fantabulous rest of the week. And why is it so very important for me to talk about and for you to know about mental wellness? Well, that's just easy because you matter too. Ta-ta for now, everyone. This is Dr. Nicole L. Arcady, your mental wellness expert. <laughs>